Hello listeners, and welcome to the first ever episode of What You Missed On. I am one of your hosts, Kate LaChapelle, and this week you'll be joining me and Kim Weir as we discuss the soapy teen drama, Teen Wolf. In today's episode, we will break down the storylines and characters introduced in the pilot and make predictions on how they'll play out by the end of the show. This Friday, we will dive into the finale and tally what we got right, what we got wrong, and what questions the series posed. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Before we get started, let's start with that. What did you know going in? So I knew that it, I mean, obviously I knew um, the main characters' names. I knew a few of the character names from like Tumblr and from like seeing, you know, GIFs and whatnot. Um, I also knew the basic premise, you know, it involved werewolves and super, you know, supernatural elements. Um, and, and that's about it. Like, yeah, <laughs> a kid becomes a werewolf and stuff happens. Okay. Yeah, I went in, I knew... This is, I literally wrote a list because I was like, I want to like actually document what I know before I go into this. Um, I wrote very gay per Tumblr. Yeah. Teens. I, I, knew, that. I knew the ships. Yeah. Teens, werewolves, um, steric, which I think is a, it's definitely a ship. Yeah. Um, and I, I knew that the kid it. from Made in Manhattan is in it. And yeah. that uh, Don O'Brien's in it and that's it. <laughs> that's all I got yeah the kid from uh, Maze Runner um yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. I knew the that Steric was like a huge thing you know back in the day it was like inescapable Mm -hmm. so even having never watched a single episode I I know that that's the ship to watch out for the one to beat (laughs) the one to beat (laughs) yeah I don't even know I don't remember what any of the other ships were I just remember seeing that word a lot like and not even really understanding who was involved um because we can talk about that like I I knew that there was someone named Scott and someone named Derek and someone named Styles, but I didn't know who any of them were and it took me well over half the episode to figure out which one was which yeah yeah she's great I I knew that uh that Dylan O'Brien was Styles just because I felt I feel like at least the, the 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 fans that I was around who watched the show they were really about him. Okay. To an interesting degree, considering that he's not the main character. At least not in this episode. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. maybe he takes on a bigger role. Yeah. Later that's on. Possible. So like let's, let's talk about what happened then, since we're already kind of getting into the characters. Yeah. So, I didn't really have very high expectations uh, from what I've seen of other newer shows. Um, I mean, mainly Riverdale, like poor Riverdale has kind of poisoned that stream for me, but, but um, even my experience with like Supernatural in the early days, like, I don't know if you ever watched any Supernatural, but like, no, isn't this an MTV show? Not CW? It is, but like, I mean, it's definitely in the same brain as those shows. Like, when I say that I was expecting CW, I mean that like before Teen Wolf, I don't really, other than Supernatural itself, I don't really remember many TV shows out there in like this vein. And then after Teen Wolf, it now they're like, now it's super popular. And, you know, people have caught on to the fact that teenagers are a demographic that we can tap into, you know? And they will, and they love supernatural things. They, you know, throw some vampires at them. Just make them, you know. (laughs) Throw any kind of monster at them. Right, exactly. So I was just kind of expecting that level of storytelling. And I will say that I was pleasantly surprised. Like the pacing was good. Things were not like overly exciting, but like they made sense and it kind of snapped along. the one thing that kind of I was like, all right, so I guess we're just gonna do whatever serves the plot is when Styles' father, the sheriff, or whatever his title is, um, finds Styles in the woods and expects Scott to be there with him, you know, because that's their MO, and calls out for him and Scott hides. And I'm like, what is at this point? What is the point of hiding? Like, <laughs> what is actually going to happen here? Like, there's no there's nothing against the law about being outside at night 
your friend's dad catches you, your friend gets grounded. That's about the worst that's going to happen. So why are you hiding? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's, that could be foreshadowing for whatever relationship he has with his mom. Mm. Like if she's very overly protective and he would get in like way worse trouble, I have no idea. Um, but agree that it kind of was like, why are you like sticking so hard to this need to not be shown other than so that he would end up staying in the woods and yeah. get bitten. Yeah. I mean, I would much rather go home with my angry friend's dad in whatever trouble was about to happen to me than stay alone in the woods at night with a murderer on the loose and a half a body somewhere <laughs> in the woods. Half like, a dead body somewhere in the woods. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a lot of factors out there. I guess, I mean, well, I don't know. It, there's so much that happens in this episode that feels like it is a very serious thing but it's also kind of played for laughs. Yeah. Like even when Styles first shows up on Scott's porch and is like, dude, there's a dead body in the woods. <laughs> like you always say that nothing exciting happens in this town, but right. like, I am really excited about this. Let's go check it out. Let's go right. out into the woods at night where there's half a dead body and a potential murderer on the loose because that right. sounds like a great time for two 16 year old boys. It sounds amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, that part of it, I was just like, all right, like, I don't know. I hope I raise children way smarter than this, but we're gonna go. One can only <laughs> hope. Presume that they're just really dumb teenage boys and we'll let it pass. Um, I mean, I've yeah, no, I fully grown men that make stupid decisions like this too, so. Right, right. So, you know, that kind of got a pass, but I, you're, there yeah. was a, I would agree with you. There was an interesting levity to everything. Mm -hmm. But even when the teacher is like, I know you all heard that a body was found in the woods, but the police have got it handled. So <laughs> Sassafras needs you to pay attention to the syllabus. I was like, is that what we tell students that there's someone has been killed in the town? <laughs> yes. I'm also very confused about the size of this town. Like I did look it up. Um, so I, I, at one point, I couldn't remember where it took place, even though Styles says several times in one scene that they're in California and there are no wolves yeah. in California. Like it's a really big deal if there are no <laughs> wolves in California. Yeah. Um, and there haven't been wolves in California for a very long time. <laughs> but I, I did that? have to remind myself where it took place. <laughs> and but apparently the city about. has like 30,000 people, which is like, it's not large by any measure, but it's not like super tiny like honestly i would have expected something sub ten thousand. um given yeah. how they talk about this town and how like nothing ever happens in it right and just the city itself like there was such a weird like class disparity too because there were a lot of students at his school that live in these like gigantic mansions which i guess if you live in the middle of nowhere are not necessarily actually that expensive it was just it yeah. was interesting it, I it, all in all I think that we got like a confused Hollywood poor aesthetic you know like it's I think it's it's, it's a basic cable budget so like <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't fault them too much for some of those things yeah and I want to say that for as short as the episode's not like super long or anything like no. that and they introduce a lot of elements. They do. A lot. Like in my notes, I have Allison. This chick couldn't be any more dead. And also, um, clearly the love interest. So what's the mountain that they have to climb? Like, and this is part of like um, supernatural fantasy show um, tropes, I guess. But the minute that she was established as the love interest, I was like, all right, something's got to be drawing them apart. And I literally wrote hunters, opposite monster, you know, like ancient rivalry <laughs> between me, us and the fairies or whatever. And, and then, and then, yeah, <laughs> the fact that she's connected with hunters in the first episode, I was like, wow, I, wow. <laughs> we're just straight up going into Spider-Man homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> like we're just right. going for it. It's fine. Zipping right along. Yeah. I am curious 
because I've only seen the first episode and also weirdly like I know that I've seen stuff about Lydia in mm. the past but I, I don't think I've ever seen anything about Allison at least to which my knowledge um which tells me that yeah she's probably dying at some point but also like it made me wonder if like since her dad is this big hunter guy that's been at odds with the wearables for centuries is this like a family legacy is she mm. also like a hunter in training is there going to be some like very weird star-crossed lover like snow white and the huntsman situation going on here i would bet i think that's a you know what i think that you would have you would put your money solidly on a, on a solid bet there <laughs> because <laughs> because it's 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 the reality of um I, it's it's the formula. I don't know why yeah. that is the formula, but in a lot of like supernatural fiction, the, the main pairing can't just be together. They have to do this Romeo Juliet kind of thing. Well, and I, especially if you're setting yeah, up a why, series, but, like you can't have the love interest and the main character get together in the first episode. Like that's just, it's too easy. Yeah. It's way too easy. Oh yeah. And the fact that she's like already with him and yeah, I, I think I, I'm, I would bet with you that it's probably a family thing because in the scene where she's first introduced, you know, where he has that selective hearing episode mm -hmm. where he could just like hear outside to like her and, you know, answering the phone, not any of the other surrounding noise that would be in that building, but you know, um, so when he overhears her saying that she doesn't have a pen or a pencil or whatever it was when she when he when she sits down and he gives it to her she like gives him that really like strange look which mm -hmm. could just be like i mean i'm trying to rationalize it and it's not really working for me even i'm like someone handed you a pencil like what is the stank face for i honestly <laughs> i honestly think that her interest in him might be revealed to be that she's picking up on a lot of clues of like, oh, that's not normal. Like, how did you know I needed a pencil? Is this really coincidence or is it something deeper? And then when she's watching him at practice and he's displaying all these reflexes and whatnot, mm -hmm. I think we might be in for a little bit of Huntress drama. Fried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, even thinking of thinking about her walking into that, like from her perspective, walking into that classroom, sitting down and immediately having the boy in front of you hand you what you'd just been talking about in a different room where he shouldn't have been able to hear you. Mm -hmm. I feel like the only time that anyone ever serves me like exactly what I need when I need it is social media with their <laughs> stupid advertising. But that's because right. they are actually listening to me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, did you say you were hungry? Wouldn't you like? <laughs> like, you know, you Instagrammed a sandwich six hours ago, so you're probably ready for dinner now. Right, right. But would you immediately go to that level of, whoa, this is weird? I mean, I, I just feel like the expression to me read very specifically. Like, it wasn't like, oh, that's uncanny. Because, like, in any situation where that happens, where someone just happens to give you what, what, what exactly what you needed, and there's no way they could have known you needed it, you just you're just kind of left with, oh, that's uncanny, you yeah. know, I'm like oh wow, thanks, Less that's suspicious. exactly what I needed, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, not not suspicious, but suspicious. <laughs> yeah. So there there could be something there with her family history. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Or she, you know, she could just be a lamb waiting to be slaughtered. She could be, but you know what? She's a tough girl. She is. We've established she's a tough girl. <laughs> oh my God. The scene, oh my God. The scene in the vet clinic. I have so many questions about it, first off. Mm -hmm. Like one, this boy is like 16 years old. And he is overseeing the vet clinic unsupervised at night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As you do. As you do. <laughs> like, what are the regulations here? Like, I, I understand that this is like a soapy teen drama about teen werewolves. Mm -hmm. 
but I have a lot of like logic issues with 16 year olds running a vet clinic unsupervised like even thinking about like her bringing this dog in that she set with her car and like he clearly doesn't run any x-rays he's just like oh I'll just put a splint on it it'll be fine and just does because he's trained in veterinary medicine (laughs) and can definitely set a dog's leg Mm-hmm. without anesthesia without any kind of supervision of someone who's actually certified to care for animals in this way yeah <laughs> is it just his werewolf senses you know good at animal medicine veterinary school and the years of college proceeding mm-hmm. and then there's also what you can learn on youtube you know so yeah <laughs> obviously obviously he was qualified to judge whether or not this dog's leg was broken and then splinted mm-hmm. you know and then there's also oh, yeah. a, an entire cat clinic at this vet yeah. office in like a tiny town right in the middle uh, of you know somewhere california california <laughs> yeah in the middle cat of somewhere clinic. california yeah <laughs> when they all start hissing at him um this idea that the cats are responding to him because he's a wolf and then the dog responds to him differently because you know wolf, you know canines and and wolves have the have this um, I guess this ancient camaraderie where if a dog sees wolf, <laughs> it just immediately is like oh we're gonna be friends, <laughs> you know I've witnessed that in my own personal life. Not at all. I mean I just there was a lot of like hokey like gimmicks that they would do that I'm like is this necessary is this needed is yes is helping yes but I don't know yes like we're in for a lot more of that <laughs> oh I definitely think we are definitely think we are um oh I also loved I loved that audition scene when he was taking over as goalie it was it was shot like a war movie <laughs> like <laughs> it was so intense and like like that moment when the coach is like you made first string and then the entire audience why is there an audience at tryouts for lacrosse um just starts cheering because this kid they don't care about has made first string on the lacrosse team it's it's amazing because they are 10-year champions or you know whatever it is you know there's always like some sport that the random school in the middle of nowhere happens to be like so excellent at that they are national champions um, or state champions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it was at least refreshing that it wasn't football. Yeah. It's like always football. Right. This time it was uh, lacrosse. Yeah. And Which I know nothing about. Right. Um, I do know that all of their nets were way too clean, but um, <laughs> Jackson. Can we? Yes. Why is the bully? Can we can we talk cold? about the Teen Wolf version of John Walker? Yes, we yes. can. <laughs> yes, we can because number one, it's like he was, he just kind of came out of the womb pissed to be pissed about being handsome and well liked and rich. Um, the pretty girlfriend. Have mm-hmm. a sports car to school. Like yeah. I don't know. He seems to have a lot to be pissed about. I mean, I'm not seeing it, but I'll take his word for it. And um, unduly hateful of Scott for reasons left to the imagination. I don't know if it's entirely left to the imagination because like, I know these kids. I know the, the kids that are like this where like they have just grown up getting everything that they want. And uh, so if there's any sort of threat towards what they think is rightfully theirs, like, like we can get into even like, well, we can get into a lot of different kinds of privilege with this, um, but they, they do, they just feel utterly entitled. So if it gets threatened in any way, shape or form, then that's a really big deal. And they're going to lash out with anger. And if they look at other people and see that they might be getting something that they don't think that person is entitled to kind of like stepping out of their lane Mm -hmm. um then yeah it it drives them crazy i don't know why none of the hugs what 
Not enough hugs as children. Not enough hugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, not enough hugs and not enough actually having to earn anything. Yeah. So do you think he's going to stay two-dimensional or are they going to, you know, not. Get him become a real boy? I think it gets tiresome. Like if you're just going to have this kid who like literally never changes in any way, shape or form, that's just very tiresome. Yeah. And like, I do understand in the real world, there are people like that who don't ever change and mm-hmm. it is tiresome, but this is fiction and there are werewolves. So why can't the dickish high school bully reform in some manner? It's possible we'll get something like that with Jackson, but I feel like it, we're not. Yeah, it's not guaranteed by any means. Yeah. I don't know. I could see, because like I know that this, this has six seasons. I have no idea how long he's in the show. Um, but like over time, I feel like I could see him, I could see him becoming uh, a sheriff. Not not a sheriff, but like working for the sheriff's office, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Because like he likes being in power. Mm-hmm. I I get my bet would with Jackson would be that he's going to always be some form of adversary. He yeah. may not always be this pissed or this level of antagonistic, but there's always going to be some lingering whether it's through their personal relationship or the stakes, you know, of good and evil that are sure to rise up, they're going to be pulling at opposite ends, him and Scott. Yeah. Well, and I do feel like I could see where there are storylines or moments where they do kind of have to end up working together. Yes. And it's sort of begrudging, but they... With your enemy trope. Yeah. The character of Derek Hale... Derek, yes, who we met for all of two and a half minutes in this episode. Two and a half minutes of screen time full of intense eyes and... And leather jackets. (laughs) And leather jackets um, and strong cheekbones. Very strong cheekbones, yes. Two minutes well spent. (laughs) This is a man who has no business hanging out with teenagers. None whatsoever. Um, I, oh, yeah, we can can get into Derek. I... Got real mad at that speech that he gave Scott in the woods. Oh my god! When he was like actually turning into a werewolf and is like, "This is a gift." I gave this is a gift. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, I don't remember giving you consent to give me this gift of like, <laughs> like are these are these werewolves? Like, I I guess we don't know all of the mythology of these werewolves, but like, are they? Do they live? forever do they have extended lives like did he just take one look at this kid and be like hmm this little asthmatic boy he definitely needs to become a werewolf like today today not today tonight (laughs) tonight yeah you know what I've heard children are a gift um you know you can't just give people (laughs) children (laughs) right you just can't I mean consensus is a huge thing and this idea that you should just be happy that someone has utterly changed your entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> that's no. all there really is to be said about that. Like, no. And I, I, I'm still not clear as to why Derek met him. Like the whole, your, your question of like, did he just take one look at this asthmatic boy and say, yes, cool, him. Um, I mean, maybe, but also, like, there's got to be more to it than that from a storytelling standpoint. Like, I'm I wondering if they is. might introduce some more intrigue there because I just bit you because it's a gift is the weirdest <laughs> premise <laughs> to start off. It's a gift, <laughs> but it's not money. <laughs> right? It is like those dudes that are just like, they feel like they are God's gift to women. It's yeah. like, are you though? Are you right? Derek Hale, God's gift to teenage Scott? boys. God's gift to teenage boys. Scott. Right? Is it really so much? Is it really so hard being able to see and hear so much better 
Like you can run um, faster than any human and you can. Right. Excuse you. I mean, I'm less hung up on that and more on the, like, I just spent an hour in my bathtub trying not to physically meta, <laughs> like transform into a killing rage monster. Like that's where I'm at. <laughs> yes. Although I did love I, I honestly really loved the whole like sequence of him being at that party and then like starting to be like, mm, things are not okay right now. So right. I'm like, I feel that like with my, with my stomach issues, I'm like, I, I too have been at, in social situations where I'm suddenly <laughs> like, oh, I'm dying. I have to oh, go. Yeah. That's what that sensation is. Death, imminent death. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm Am I actually a werewolf? <laughs> I just don't know it. Why did Scott feel the need to lie to Allison? Or at least not lie to Allison, but like offered no explanation? I guess my question is why didn't he feel comfortable being like, I got sick? I don't know. Like, is that is that too weak? I, I, I don't understand. Like, I feel like if I had been at a party with a guy and he like disappeared on me, clutching his stomach, and then later was like, you know, I suddenly was really not feeling well sorry I had to take off I would have been like I, I get it yeah Same. yeah sounds legit I mean I'm a little pissed that you didn't at least like let me know you were leaving but yeah I, since you were my ride <laughs> right you know but like I saw you I it looked intense we'll we'll let this one pass <laughs> you know I, I don't know why that was not an option but uh, kudos Scott for being honest kudos <laughs> no kudos no None kudos. Okay. Zero kudos. Negative kudos. Negative kudos. We are retracting those kudos. <laughs> Derek's whole family burned down in a building. That That's was not in the pilot. <laughs> huh? That was not in the pilot. It was. It was? When, oh, it uh, was. Yeah, Styles. Styles is, I mean, that's literally it. all we know about him. Yeah. And he's a werewolf. That and that that and he's a werewolf. And clearly he has had And he money. did not kill a teenage girl. We know that for certain? Well, we know well he didn't kill Allison. He took her home. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I that's what I meant. But I don't day. think I don't think that he killed the girl in the woods, which we could talk, we can talk about that. I don't think that he yeah. had anything to do with it. Neither do I. Or if he did, it's gonna turn out she was like a huntress or some shit yeah definitely feels like she was probably some kind of huntress or some other supernatural creature or there is some other supernatural creature out there that killed her and Derek was trying to figure out what the hell was going on there right yeah but yeah I guess well if his whole family like died in a fire then he probably is looking for a new pack mm-hmm which or creating a new pack fun. as it yeah. were <laughs> yeah yeah maybe he maybe that's why he bit poor scott gave him this gift gave him this gift. <laughs> this gift of a life on the run ostracized alienated <laughs> othered um a freak show <laughs> changed his life forevermore Changed his life forevermore. Um, Remains to be seen if it's for the better. But hey, I mean, Scott, better. Scott was definitely happy about it at first because it, it allowed him to be super good at lacrosse. Yeah. And not need an inhaler anymore. There we go. And he got the girl. And he got the he got, girl. He got like everything he wanted in the first episode. Except for the teeth and the nails and the anger management issues and then the half body transformation where he looked like something out of wolfman and um yeah, those are just side effects excited about <laughs> there's they're, they're just side effects i'm sure i'm sure if he went on like birth control or like wolf control or something <laughs> you know it's manageable it's manageable <laughs> You know, Derek seems to be doing well for himself. He wasn't, he wasn't changing in the full moon. So, you know. Yeah, I was curious about that, actually, like what the rules are, because it seems like he could change at will, but he would go into like a full on like werewolf form. 
-hmm. But then when Scott was changing, it was not full werewolf. It was somewhere in between so that we still it knew still who the hell he was. You know, because you need to still be able to relate to him. Mm. You can't just be a full on creepy looking um, werewolf. Slavitating beast is what I was going for, but werewolf, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of those <Yeah>. things. <laughs> um, so, what do we think is going to happen with Scott? I think he's going to hate the idea of being a werewolf and be all angsty about it now. You know? I don't know that he'll be angsty about it yet. Hmm. I feel like, like, like he might be kind of like annoyed about like the full moon stuff, but you know, outside of the full moon, I don't know how much bad stuff will happen. Um, although he does have people hunting him now, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking what will likely happen is he will accidentally kill someone mm. during a full moon and then he'll get very angsty about it. Ooh, you know what? That's a fair shake. That's a fair shake on it. I still think he's going to be angsty now that he knows that he's a werewolf mm -hmm. because he was, I mean, let's be real. Like he was kind of like, he was kind of, he was anxious about the changes in his body. Mm -hmm. We had that wonderful scene with between, between him and Jackson in the, the juice scene. The juice scene. Yeah. Where he, um, I don't know. My has, mom buys the groceries. Right. My mom does the grocery shopping. His mom buys, we learned that his mom buys the groceries and he's never heard of steroids um, referred to as juice. And um, also when asked, I don't want to say pressed, but because it really didn't take much for him to go on this verbal diarrhea. It did not. <laughs> um, he then proceeded to spill out all of his worries about his current symptoms um and to the guy he, bullying him to the guy bullying him you know a, a real safe space <laughs> so and then you know he talked before you know with styles with about the symptoms so i i think there's a precedent there for him to be not down with his situation especially now that he's had a whole confrontation with derek and people well, hunters who tried to kill him you know i think he's going to be in a bit of a, a, a depressive funk but most of that brain energy is going to be eaten up by his new um, dilemma with his lady love. The fact mm -hmm. that her dad is trying to kill him is going to be real. Like, you know, it's, it's a real attention grabber. Like, oh, oh he, he has a lot to juggle now. Like he has his yeah. lady love whose dad is trying to kill him. He's got this werewolf guy who just turned him into a werewolf and like whatever initiation is going to happen into this world of werewolves hence um yeah. and then he also has his part-time job at the vet clinic yeah and and he's just made first string on the lacrosse team like he's a you very know? busy guy he's got a lot on his plate right now and he's in school like right? let's not forget he is still a high school student what class was did she say oh, she said english that they were in mr sassafras <laughs> mr. <laughs> <Not Sassafras. English. laughs> like i don't know because they spent the entire like classroom scene pretty much just talking oh no because they were talking about metamorphosis it was definitely yeah. english it was like well that's a little on the nose but it always is yeah um, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that uh, again with those hokey antics um like the jump scares with derek i'm like is that needed especially since um his pants don't really fit but like <laughs> you know Yes, I think one of the first notes I wrote about the episode was that scene when um, Styles comes down from the like, I don't even know what to call it, but the like trellis or whatever. Um, and Scott's like, I thought you were a predator. Hmm? Like who talks like that? Right, I thought you were a predator. I don't know that I've ever said the word predator in that context even though it's appropriate but no <laughs> not in that kind of moment yeah but you were an animal i thought you were a burglar yeah predator a predator a general predator okay <laughs> it's very general 
Because yeah, like anytime I'm like scared, like if I hear a noise in the house, like I have a definite idea of what that noise is. And right. it's probably someone coming to kill me. Right. Um, I don't know why right. they want to come kill me, but they do. All the time. But Predator is just so general. Yes. It's so general, especially since you're right. Your, your mind definitely fills in the blanks for you. All right. Brief story. And I'm just going to admit this, but the other day, my sister and I, I room with my sister, uh, we ended up calling the police because we heard the door downstairs open. Both of us heard it. We both went still. I called out a whole hello, didn't hear anything response, but then I thought I heard shuffling like they were coming inside and I was like, oh, hell no. So <laughs> went and locked us in the bedroom, called the police, waited for the police to come. Uh, the door was locked the entire time, by the way, folks. So. <laughs> what but when I tell you that I imagined this man's face I imagined the weapon he was gonna have when he first you know when he busted down my bedroom door there's no general predator involved <laughs> you weren't gonna like if it, if it was actually one of your friends coming in you weren't gonna be like oh my god I thought you were a predator right <laughs> exactly not unless it's like a capital p predator from the right? movie <laughs> I thought you were a six foot man in a ski mask <laughs> coming to kill me in my own home in broad daylight, no less. With a candlestick. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, just so general. So funny. I don't remember we were talking about that but we can talk about styles because we've like not really touched on him at all um and i know that he becomes an important character just based on tumblr mm -hmm. um based on the shipping of it all yeah um but in this like he he was such like a puppy mm -hmm. like he was just like super loyal to his friend he's definitely got some like adhd issues going on with his hyper fixating oh, yeah. on stuff but I don't feel like I really got to know him or understand him. Like we know that his dad is the sheriff mm -hmm. and like there, there are very few adults or parents in this show to date. So I don't know if he has a mother or what. We don't know if Scott has a father. Mm -hmm. Maybe their parents are secretly dating. Mm. We don't know. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> you know, I actually, I would be down for that. Um, cause you know, there's gotta be some sort of town family history, especially in the older generation. Oh yeah. Uh, surrounding the hails and they're burning from the earth, <laughs> you know, um, this entire family just burned in a house fire and nobody really, uh, yeah, I'm just like. That whole, his whole introduction was interesting to me, but Styles is, uh, Styles kind of won me over when he was just, you know, casually going through his history of lycanthropy. <laughs> um, <laughs> totally butchered that word, but um, we do our best folks. Um, <laughs> lycanthropy? Oh, this is, this is the problem of people who read all the time. Right. Lycanthropy? Yeah. At least there that's how go. I've heard it. Yes, lycanthropy is my favorite way. Werewolf history. Right. So anyway, when he just pulls out his to his his tome, and when he goes to page three hundred and ninety-four, right? <laughs> and the cameras get real close to the title. I was like, why does he just have this book? <laughs> you don't. You don't just like randomly no, have a bunch of books on various mythological creatures. I do hand. have a book. <laughs> I do have a book on various mythological creatures in hand, but such a specific niche <laughs> topic. Um, no, I do not. I'm maybe you stopped off at the library and we just didn't see it. As someone who has written and done a fair amount of research about werewolf and were werewolves and werewolf history. It is not that easy to find a specialized book <laughs> on the history 
of lichen. Ugh. Lycanthropy? Lycanthropy? I don't even Now, now I'm not sure. <laughs> the history of werewolves. I'm just going to go with that. There we go. It's easier to the say. The history of werewolves. Anyway, I thought it was cute. He won me over with that one. I was like, oh, see, because this is exactly the friend that I would be if you were like, Kim, I think that I, I think I might be going through something. I'd be like, I was just reading in, you know, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> and I think you might be turning into, you know, a basil snuffler. <laughs> Otherwise, I think you might be right. <laughs> um, what did you think of? Uh, what do you think his trajectory is going to be? Is he always going to be sort of funny man, sidekick, um, puppy, Labrador? Um, part of me says yes, just because the dynamic kind of works. Like it's, yeah, I I don't. <laughs> It's interesting because like I feel like I've seen so many other depictions of different kinds of friendships that like Scott feels very much like the the trope of the the straight man not like heterosexual but like the straight man um going through some shit and Styles is like the best friend who is going to be there to support him through everything mm-hmm. and much like Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger I feel like he is going to like retain his humor, but he is going to see some shit. Yeah. And how do you think he's going to grow through that? I mean, I think it's kind of... Well, if I were to follow Tumblr, he's definitely going to fall in love with Derek, apparently. Apparently they're going to, you know, have um, a bunch of gay puppies or something. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's what I I read somewhere, right? Probably. Um... (laughs) I don't know. Um, where do I see him going? I, I, I feel like one of my questions is that I don't know if I see him becoming a werewolf. Like I could see that mm. becoming a point of contention between them that like now, now he, his friend has like superpowers and Basically. potentially the ability to also give him superpowers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably going to be a discussion at some point. But I mean, he's going to have to like learn how to be his own person outside of his relationship with Scott like both mm-hmm. of them need to become their own people outside of their their friendship so I could even actually see them going their separate ways at some point and then mm. kind of coming back together I see a lot of potential for a very strong buddy cop humor you know what I mean um but also if done correctly, I think that this could be a very, very good depiction of a male friendship based on two equals um, and who are in two very different situations. Mm-hmm. In fact, I hope they keep uh, Styles human for that very reason, because they, they, um, they would have to, as you said, figure out who they each are outside of their friendship because it looks like up until this moment they've been rather codependent like dad kind of established that right like yeah where's your partner in crime you know and so to have to develop outside of that oh chef kiss give me character you know <laughs> and, <laughs> um so I hope they keep them human and you know we love male friendships what about um the females in the show any um, I was surprised that Lydia and Allison gelled so quickly. You know, the pretty girl typically doesn't take well to competition. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that is a fair point. I, I think Lydia feel, definitely feels very comfortable in her status as like queen bee in this school. Yeah. Um, and like she, like she has she has her her John Walker boyfriend, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep calling him that. And her, her candy. But she yeah, doesn't really have an army of skanks. Not that we've seen. We haven't mm. seen the army of skanks. Um, but 
yeah, it was kind of like a Katie Heron moment of her being like, yeah. <laughs> quite literally being like, oh my gosh, I like your, what was it, jacket or something? Yeah, her jacket or something. I think it was her jacket and then like bonding over it. Uh, and I kept kind of waiting for the moment after and being like, that's the ugliest fucking jacket I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it was apparently potentially sincere. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe she is kind of like lonely. Like they say mm. it's lonely at the top. So maybe she's like, oh, so. here's another pretty girl in this tiny town where everyone has known me my entire life knows yeah. everything about me and like maybe this could be someone who doesn't know all of my history and I might actually have a chance of being able to be myself with yeah and that would be very refreshing for me um yeah. just to kind of not have to do the whole like high school mean girl drama thing and just kind of showing two women uh, connecting on some of their interests and like cool jackets and you know like yeah not making it big um not including that constant tug of war of status for status that I feel like encumbers a lot of female relationships in the media I think we could end up going there though because when they meet it's before uh Scott has really like taken on his powers like it's before the tryouts so then there was that the, moment at the party well yeah there was the moment at the tryouts when Lydia started cheering for him when mm -hmm. he blocked the goal that her boyfriend tried to make yeah and then <laughs> at the party when her boyfriend is like all up on her I assume it was her mm -hmm. boyfriend and she's just like staring at Scott yeah why is everyone oh, staring at Scott it's Apparently, very unnerving Derek stares what? It's Lydia stares, like oh, no. <laughs> a lot of staring. <laughs> That's a good, that would be a good cologne commercial. <laughs> Teen Wolf. Because Wolf. you're worth it. You know, just everybody staring at you. <laughs> have you ever wanted to walk into a room and have everyone stare at you in have an unnerving way? <laughs> they literally can't take their eyes off you. Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> them eyes. Yes. And them cheekbones combined together. I was like, okay, so angry cat, you need to like, you need to like take it down a notch. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You, I think you had started to say something about Lydia. Oh, I know that they were definite. They are, there are definite clues coded within the first episode. Um, she has an interest in Scott. And now. I think that it's gonna drive, right now, she's like, literally that scene with her boyfriend all up on her and she's staring down another man, like that's, oh boy. I mean, that's a choice. <laughs> it definitely is, especially given like two scenes ago, she was like, I don't know who that kid is. Yeah. Why should I care? While I don't like, Mm, I hope they don't go that route because again, I don't like male, like boy drama coming between female friendships is so old. You know what I mean? Like snooze, snore, but I could see it going. But it is also a soapy teen drama. So it's probably going to happen. It's very Veronica and Betty. Yeah. It's so good about Archie. Like even in the original comic, I always wondered that. I was like, he's kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that some ginger hate i'm hearing no there are some fantastically good looking gingers out there ed sheeran rupert grint um harry prince harry <laughs> what you're hearing is archie was um round in the face <laughs> and and flat of personality and flat of personality like I just wasn't reading heartthrob off the comic page, if that makes sense. Well, then you can get, we could have a whole other different discussion about heartthrobs and what women are actually attracted to. Oh, yes. Not just could. find hot, but actual attraction. Yes. There's a difference. There is. Because I have seen some gorgeous, aesthetically pleasing men and women in my time 
who I wasn't actually attracted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any characters that we have missed? Um, we haven't really talked about Styles' dad or Scott's mom or the werewolf hunter, basically the adults mm. or the coach yeah. who is like manic. Right. He, he is manic panic in a bottle. He needs to be under review. <laughs> um, Super intense, man. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, this is high school lacrosse. Are you, are you okay? He's not okay. Like, that is how intense he is about high school lacrosse. So clearly, not okay. Not in the least. So, um, Ooh, you know what we should do? We should do yeah. a rundown of the characters that we've met. And if we think by the end of the series, they will stay human, die, or become a supernatural creature. All right, let's do it. So Scott, I feel like he's he's already a werewolf. He became a werewolf in the first episode. Yeah. So he's good. I think he'll live. And he's not gonna die. He's the main character. He's the main character. I'd be surprised if he died. Yeah. Which takes us to Styles. I hope he's I think I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna wish it into existence. I think he's gonna stay human. I think he's gonna go through a period of jealousy though, that Scott and or Derek won't turn him but he's going to come out stronger for it. Moral fiber, you know? That's my prediction for, for Styles. I feel like I, I agree with that desire. And I hope he doesn't die. But I'm mildly afraid that he'll die. Like, not until, like, the last season. Oh, yeah. But Oh, that know. would be so heart-wrenching. Yeah. To, like, I could see them doing that to the audience, to be honest with you. Oh. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm going to hope for, I'm going to say no death, just to speak that into existence (laughs) for him. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. So Derek is already a werewolf. Yeah. um, Coming into the series. Already a werewolf. I feel like he is probably going to go through some dark stuff, but ultimately Mm -hmm. I I feel like he's probably going to survive. He's either going to survive or he's going to end up like sacrificing himself on behalf of scott or his pack or whatever i i'm gonna air so we're gonna end up flip-flopping on this one i'm gonna air on the side of i think he's going to die for those very reasons okay. because he's both stepping into an, a mentor and leadership role and we know what we like to do to leaders and mentors so Kill I, them. I think there's a fair Kill them. <laughs> there's six seasons so i'm i'm gonna say 50 50 he probably died <laughs> 50-50, probably going to die. Great. <laughs> um, Allison, I don't, Dad, I don't think she, she's definitely going to die. Yeah. She's got, she's got fridged written all over her. <laughs> she <laughs> does. <laughs> she really, really does. Um, Lydia, I feel like I could see her surviving. Mm. And I almost feel like I could see her becoming a different supernatural creature. Like, not necessarily a werewolf. I don't know. I don't know if this is, like, my imagination or if it's memory. So I'm going to hesitate to say this. Because she has a very ethereal aesthetic. Mm. I, if I were casting her, she would be some sort of siren. She would be some sort of spirit. She would be some sort of, you know. Like fey creature. Uh, yeah, like fey creature. She's got that brilliant red hair. Like they would be missing out on an opportunity if they didn't do more with that aesthetic. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote on the side of she, if she doesn't become a werewolf, she's, she's something. Agree. Okay, daddy sheriff. Daddy. He's probably gonna die, right? Probably, because now we're moving into characters who have meaning but mean nothing. So, like, they're <laughs> it's a very real thing, yeah. you know. You have your inner circle who it's harder to pick those characters off because the audience is more attached to them, and you don't necessarily want to alienate your audience by picking off their faves. So, when you're killing characters for gravitas 
a lot of times we it's just easier to pick from the second circle and he's second circle yeah plus teen shows don't really like parents if they can help it parents are great like, emotional fodder i definitely i feel like it would have to wait until after styles becomes an adult so that they wouldn't have to deal with like since well we don't know if his mom is around but it seems like he doesn't have a mom around at least yeah. in this episode so he'd end up in like foster care mm -hmm. if his dad died when he was still underage that's true and that adds a different layer of complication yeah but then again soapy teen drama so yeah who knows i mean they could pull an aunt or something out from the plaza and be like now nah, he's staying with his aunt you know yeah so there's no reason why dad can't die i'm gonna say there's a fair chance that dad probably dies before the end of the series and it seems like like because he's the sheriff and like now his son's best friend is a werewolf like he's going to i feel like he's going to get caught in the crosshairs in some fashion oh yeah because there's that conflict of a, he's he he's not just an authority figure being a parent in the home he's a literal figure of authority you know being a police officer yeah and um any hijinks that are going on in that town, he's going to be pulled in right. consistently. And that will be a great point of contention for Styles and an area of friction and um, a place for him to grow as a character, which love. But I think ultimately, Dad is going, they're going to do all of that character work and then they're going to be like, and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're just going to throw it in a grave. <laughs> right. Possibly in something werewolf connected, which is going to put strain on his relationship with Derek Ooh. and um, Scott. Ah, it writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that could ultimately lead to him being like, you know what? I need a break from this and yes. from you and all your werewolf shenanigans mm -hmm. that caused my dad's death. Yes. He might even be tempted by the other end of the equation human hunters who are like hey there's a reason we hunt these guys we're not just assholes <laughs> we have a point right we have a whole point so going into the hunters then i guess daddy hunter daddy hunter um, we don't know names for any of these people so right daddy hunter is going to become obsessed not that he's not already a hunter but he's going to become obsessed with getting revenge for his daughter's death who he's definitely going to blame on spider-man i mean no. <laughs> i mean scott <laughs> i mean scott you know ultimately to realize that scott is scott and derek are not the enemies that he thought they were but he's it's going to be too late because he's going to be dying <laughs> you know dying so he's going to die is what you're saying he's going to die as well yeah well, like I just like I can't imagine any other scenario unless he somehow for some reason decides to like stop hunting vamp not vampires uh, werewolves like there's no way that he's just going to be like yeah I know there are werewolves here but I'm just going to like leave town it's fine right. no yeah no there are <laughs> do really or die there yeah no 100% agree like there's just really no where for his character to go, if that makes sense. Like he's either going to be in direct conflict with them or that yes. <laughs> or not around, you know, and what are the reasons for him not to be around? Mm -hmm. um, and then Scott's mom, who we also know barely anything about. Right. We know that she has a car. Um, a car that she loans to her child occasionally and she and doesn't want him to impregnate anyone a year old girl yeah specifically <laughs> but i would presume from that combo anyone <laughs> it can be inferred um yeah um we don't know enough about her i see the potential for her to be like you know, a victim, <laughs> but at the same time, it's very much the trope of like using their loved ones against them type thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it also would be kind of funny if she was sort of like to go back to Spider-Man, uh, the Aunt May yeah. character for the first while where she just has like no idea what's going on. And like for yeah. six seasons, she just is completely oblivious yeah. to everything no. that's happening. And I think that that's more of what we're going to get because in all honesty, like they can just her being there and being his sole parent from what we've been able to see anyway. Um, Anytime she's threatened, the stakes are already going to be there. It doesn't make sense to kill her, but, you know, she's definitely going to be a, a, a weak point for, for Scott. Yeah. And she's going to be all, what's going on with you? Just talk to me. I don't understand. Teenage boys. I feel like if she does die, I would like it to not be because of supernatural causes mm, like a random car accident yeah or like she gets sick mm. or something like that yeah. like like I feel like it would be very very obvious to have her die because of the whole like using your loved ones against them yeah. but if she, if they did need to just like get her out of the picture we got six seasons to kill we do we got six seasons but, to kill her and lots of ways yeah yeah and that's where I'm just like I I was like, I feel like a lot of people have potential to die already. And I'm like, well, they do have six seasons to like convince you that, you know, you care. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes are ever raising, you know. So um, there's there's just like one other character that we haven't really, well, that we haven't talked about in this uh, supernatural die or whatever. Yeah. Is uh, Jackson Whitmore, bully. He is... I feel like he's gonna get out of this alive. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna survive. I don't feel like he's gonna become. I think he has a potential to get caught up in some like Eddie Brock shenanigans. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, a dark demon or like mm-hmm. you know, a, you know, I don't know, a vampire. <laughs> It pops up out of nowhere and it's like and now you're one I mean of us. he could definitely be making a deal with some kind of demon Satan himself because like because he's yeah. so jealous of Scott and his juice now exactly yeah I, I see potential for some Eddie Brock shenanigans with him literally he he is Eddie Brock <laughs> um I just hate Peter Parker to hate him <laughs> <laughs> and um then i became venom and now i have complicated feelings you know i think he's gonna get that treatment yeah and then ultimately might redeem himself but still be at odds yeah with scott and the gang yeah like he's not 100 i don't think he's gonna be painted as like 100 percent evil no i think we're gonna see different layers of him and we may even come to a point where we're told to sympathize with him and whether we will or won't is up to us but but yeah he's gonna definitely fall in with with some uh, some some bad dudes I, I see that coming <laughs> some bad, dudes. bad dudes some bad hombres <laughs> oh god it's true though I think I touched on it briefly when we were talking about the vet scene but mm-hmm. really that moment with Allison when she was like I freaked out like a girly girl like it's like yeah. I just I can't with this right like, spare me spare me this please yeah this I'm not like other girls bullshit um yeah. I'm not a girly girl I'm a tough girl oh and then there's that don't forget this is this is a take on the Allison is a huntress line um side I should say um he was like what kind of girl are you and she's just like tougher than that and I'm just saying the language. And is it also foreshadowing that she has hurt a dog, mm-hmm. which is like yeah. a cousin to wolves and werewolves? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that the narrative is telling us that she's she's like bad news trimmer. bears. She's bad news bears. Or bad news wolves in this case. Yep. And I think that her affection for Scott is ultimately what's gonna get her killed. Or some shit and it's gonna and it's gonna go badly or she's gonna mm. jump in front of an arrow or like who the fuck you know yeah she's gonna decide to like save scott over being a hunter and 
don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I mean, we'll we see. probably won't actually see that part because that probably takes place in the first few seasons, but yeah. But we can watch the the finale and then see read about what happened in between. Right? <laughs> be like she did. <laughs> Here's what you missed on. Right. Katie Wolf. <laughs> That's a wrap on this week's episode of What You Missed On. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can find the show on Twitter at WYMO Podcast. You can find Kim on Twitter at KJOUR and Kate on Instagram at Your Story Unstuck. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.